right, we're live and we're rolling, and this is The Real Venture. I'm your co-host, Peyton. And I am your co-host, Luke, and we are entering the world of business by starting a few companies of our own. So we decided to create this podcast as a platform so that we could ask other successful entrepreneurs the questions that we need answered in order to help our business grow. Every single week, we are joined by CEOs, venture capitalists, artists, co-founders, and influencers, all with one thing in common, they're young entrepreneurs. The only thing I'm gonna need you to do is hit that subscribe button below so you never miss a conversation. Every single Wednesday, Luke and I are going to be right here and we can't wait for you to join us. Okay, we are back for uh, the fourth episode now of our deep dive into starting a business. Um, We've talked so far a little bit about your founding team, how to get that together, and we've talked about um, kind of overview of market research, how to think about getting to the root of your problem. Um, And we left off uh, with the idea that you need to um, be able to approach those interviews, those questions that you're asking people need to be very much um, focused on allowing the user or the potential customer to speak their problems and to speak their issues back to you instead of you telling them how you're solving their problems that you assume that they have. Um, and so one of the really interesting frameworks for thinking about this uh, is called the mom test. And so we wanted to spend a little bit of time thinking and discussing that um, and, and kind of the merits and the things that we took away from it. But Peyton, what is the mom test? So your, your mom loves you very much. Um, you know, maybe, maybe you're at home and your mom doesn't say it enough, but she does deep down. Um, and if you were going to go tell your mom about your business, about your idea, your mom's going to love it. And she's going to be really supportive of it, just like our moms are. Um, and, you know, they're not going to really pick apart your idea and, and, and dive into it. So the mom test is basically, you know, talking about your product and asking questions accordingly. So your mom basically can't lie to you. And, and the way you do that is by asking correct questions. And then, and then the other thing too, that's really important is being able to articulate and explain your idea in a way that, somebody who has no understanding of the industry or the market that you're working in or, or really understand the problem, but they can walk away from the conversation and and kind of understand what you're going to do and how you're going to go about it. Yeah, no, totally. And, and I can totally imagine, you know, asking my mom uh, a question, you know, she, she very much likes to cook um, uh, Christmas cookies at Christmas time. Um, and I think that if I went to her and I said, mom, I have this great idea. I'm gonna build a, an app that has all your cooking recipes in it for this, and it will tell you all the bake times, and it'll tell you all these awesome stats about your, uh, you know, cookie baking. Would you like that? She'd be like, Yeah, that'd be so cool, Luke. Great idea. And then if I asked her the question instead of, Do you think that you'd um, benefit from having recipes stored on your phone for cooking? She'd probably be like, I would not care about that at all. Because when it's not in the context of Luke has this idea that he's really excited about, my mom actually would probably take the time to think about it and be like, uh, no, I barely use my phone actually as is even to text. Why would I want anything that has to do with cooking on my phone? Um, and I think that that is like, you know, gets more complicated, the more complicated idea that you have um, to ask people about. So you got to keep that in mind. Yeah. And you know, what, what Luke did a good job of in that first bad question was using the word would um, because you're basically setting it up for a yes, no answer with no ability to follow up because that person can answer yes or no. 
and then you're like well why or or you know you can't pick it apart but um you know you you hear it like use like the five w's the what when why um where and and how but how's not a w and wood and yeah and, and wood <laughs> wood's a w but don't use that one um you know being able to uh to, to set up these questions um in a way that forces them to have a um a response and and then something that you can you know start to pick apart because that's what's really important in doing product research is picking apart literally every little bit of the sentence and, and understanding exactly why they they talk about their problems in a certain way and, and what it actually means in their world because somebody's answer in one industry could be the exact same for somebody else but mean a completely different thing yeah and, and i think it's important at the, the start of all of this keep in mind what you're trying to do with this you're trying to get in that person's shoes to understand the way that they see the world and the way that they see the things that they do. If you can't do that, you're not going to be able to build a product that they get any value out of. And so these interviews are a way of you being able to assume that uh, that identity for a bit um, of whatever it is, right? If you're selling to a bunch of data analysts and real estate companies, like you need when to you're not a data that. analyst exactly or yeah. even if you are a data analyst you've only seen your perspective and so being able to aggregate that and make a generalization is really hard to do and it's almost always incorrect which is why you need to do enough research where you can make a correct generalization um, and then your product solved that generalized problem um, and the mom test is like an awesome way for you to be able to drill into that and then and then the other side of the mom test being able to um, articulate your idea in a very simple way is is so important because you're going to, I mean, we're, we as entrepreneurs love to talk about our product and what we're trying to do. And we tell it to a whole bunch of different people and those people's experiences and backgrounds and understanding range, right? There are some people that are real estate experts and you're talking to them about a real estate idea. There's some people that have never even thought about real estate. Yeah. And so their understanding is going to be different. So you need to streamline your messaging um, in a way that you can talk about your idea and everybody understands what you're trying to do. And, you know, I, the mom test being like, hey, you know, can you explain your idea to your mom? And she understands it. Yeah, well, I think it's also everybody knows these people. And if you don't know these people, then you're probably one of them. But uh, the people who just use way too much technical jargon and go over the top trying to make things sound complicated when they really don't need to be complicated just because it's a way for them to either maybe it's an ego thing, but it also could just be like, they don't understand it well enough or they don't, uh, they want to seem like they understand it better than everybody else. These are not situations in which you want to be that person. And if you're working with one of those people, you got to tell them to stop because the people that you're talking to don't care about all the little nitty gritty details of how it works. And it's only going to detract from your ability to get something out of them. Um, so you need to be able to, uh, um, you know, take, that information that you have, you're, maybe you have a ton of awesome technology that you built or a ton of crazy things you've read about, take that, boil it down to something that anybody can understand so that they can make an actual uh, uh, um, analysis of the thing that you are asking them to make an analysis of um, instead of asking them to understand a topic that they've never thought of before. Yeah, and, and when it comes to like the actual wording and stuff, there's no reason to go out and use crazy complicated words because at the end of the day, it, it ties back into kind of like what Luke was saying with the ego stuff. Like, you don't have to use fancy words to describe it. If you can just do it in a few words and use very, very simple, um, you know, can, words that everybody knows and is familiar with, like, that's just an effective form of communication. And, and you know, we're lucky that I can't spell, so I'm definitely yeah. not going to use any big words because... I can't spell them. So yeah. we're going to stick to the and yeah. you know, no restaurants and, and pilots <laughs> and weird words you, like that. Yeah, yeah, I before you. We don't have to worry about that. So, um, you know, being able to 
to simply explain what you're trying to do is something that's so important. Definitely. And in a way to practice that or, um, you know, start getting better at that is, is a deck. Um, it's not a necessarily a deck that you'd give to investors, although it could be, but being able to consolidate your thoughts into something that's maybe, um, you know, six, eight, 10 slides long where you just go through the problem. And if you can show that deck to your mom or somebody who's not at all involved in what you're doing and doesn't know anything about the technology, doesn't know anything about the business, doesn't know anything about the industry. And they're like, wow, if all of that's true, that's really interesting. That's That makes a lot of sense why that would be good, right? And then you can go test that, right? You say, okay, if X is a problem and Y is the solution, let me make sure that first of all, my mom thinks if X is true and Y is true, then this is a good idea. That's step one. And then if X, the problem, uh, is actually true or not, is up to you to do in that last segment we did on market research, right? And then we talk about why later of actually how do you build the thing that, that changes the world or whatever the case may be. Um, but figuring out a way to graphically get your thoughts down to do it in a way that is easily deliverable to people is, is maybe a good way before you get on the phone with a lot of people to do that. You don't need to show anybody the deck even. Just do it for yeah. practice. And and that was an exercise that we just completed uh, for ourselves. Yeah. So we, we went through that whole process. We probably, the deck could have been 15 20 slides long but we've worked it all the way down to eight with very few wording yep. and it very clearly articulates exactly what we did and actually we were able to use it as the framework for our website so like that little exercise to help us articulate and explain our idea is now actually serving as the foundation for a lot of our messaging um, it's something that we're showing people that we're bringing on to help us work so they can understand the product totally um, and it's like a it's a very it was a very functional and productive exercise and I'm glad we did it yep yep totally so um, all, all of that said think about um, going a little bit deeper on how you understand your product and understand your problem before you go out and ask people. But of course, you have to start talking to people uh, in order to know whether or not your business is a good idea. But uh, next time, we're going to touch on a different, a little bit more, um, uh, to me, exciting area, which is this product is, development. That's Luke's wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. Well, not anymore, man. Well, we'll all have to do that. Everyone's got to be in on the product development. Otherwise, it doesn't work. The uh, but But we'll touch on that and um, see you next week. Keep it real, everybody. All right, guys. Uh, if you want to continue this discussion, follow us on our social media, our Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebooks. We'll all be in the description of this episode. Hop on there, shoot us a DM, hit us up with whatever concerns, questions, comments that you guys have. We'd love to continue building that community on there. Next, subscribe to wherever you're listening to this, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Overcast, you name it, we got it. And the only other thing I'm going to add is... As you're subscribing to those platforms, hop on there, give us rates and reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts. Five-star ratings and a uh, and, and a comment go a really long way. Helps us continue to to climb up the charts and you know continue to to spread this to to all corners of the world and allow us to continue to bring on great guests. We really appreciate you guys for everything, and we're excited to see you next week.